they are going to know who's interested in selling. And if, again, you build a strong enough relationship with them, then they might be willing to kind of give you some inside information on who is selling. Best ever listeners, where are you going to be on February 22nd and 23rd? I am visualizing that you're going to be in Denver, Colorado, because that's where the best ever conference is, and that's when it is. February 22nd, 23rd. Go to besteverconference.com and even put in take five so you get 5% off your ticket. So that is T-A-K-E and the number five whenever you purchase your ticket. And buy now because ticket prices go up weekly. So go to besteverconference.com. You can read all about the conference, the agenda, the speakers. We've got an incredible speaker list focused on commercial real estate. So that includes five plus units if you're in multifamily. And you're going to get a lot of value from this conference. Go to besteverconference.com. It's the third time we've done it. It improves every year and we have raving reviews. I'm not just saying it. Ask people who have attended every year. Besteverconference.com. Enter TAKE5, T-A-K-E-5 when you purchase your ticket and get an extra 5% off. Ticket price is going up weekly, so get it today. There needed to be a resource on apartment syndication that not only talked about each aspect of the syndication process, but how to actually do each of the things and go into it in detail. And we thought, hey, why not make it free too? That's why we launched Syndication School and Theo Hicks will go through a particular aspect of apartment syndication on today's episode and get into the details of how to do that particular thing. Enjoy this episode and for more on apartment syndication and how to do things, go to apartmentsyndication.com or to learn more about the Apartment Syndication School, go to syndicationschool.com so you can listen to all the previous episodes. Hi, best ever listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Syndication School series, a free resource focused on the how-tos of apartment syndication. As always, I'm your host, Theo Hicks. Each week, we air a two-part podcast series about a specific aspect of the apartment syndication investment strategy. And for the majority of these series, in fact, all of these series, at some point, we offer a document or spreadsheet for you to download for free. For this series, we'll most likely be offering the free document on the last part, so kind of to bring everything together. But all of these free documents for past and future Syndication School series, as well as the actual episodes, can be found at syndicationschool.com. This episode is going to be part four of what will be either a six or an eight-part series, entitled How to Find Your First Apartment Deal. So if you haven't already, I recommend listening to parts one through three, just to catch up to where we're at now. Uh, In part one, we talked about the difference between the two main types of apartment deals, that is an on-market and an off-market deal as well as the overall factors that will ultimately win or lose you a deal. So kind of things to think about when you're underwriting and reviewing deals and submitting offers. Then in part two, we talked about how to find deals from commercial real estate brokers. Those are on-market deals through them, as well as working on building up a relationship with them to the point where they're comfortable sending you their off-market opportunities. And then yesterday, in part three, we began to talk about how to find off-market deals. And the focus of that episode was on one of the main ways to find off-market deals, and that's going to be a direct mailing campaign. 
So again, check out those three episodes either in the podcast or you can go to syndicationschool.com and click on the links for each of those episodes. In this episode, we're going to finish off the list of 10 ways to find off-market deals by going over nine more ways to find off-market deals. We're not going to go as in-depth into each of these strategies as direct mail, but again, these are ways that you can find off-market deals. These are proven ways to find off-market deals. So number two, again, number one is direct mail. Number two is going to be cold calling. So essentially, this is going to be the exact same as direct mail. But instead of sending out a mailer to your list, you're going to actually call the owner of that property. So you're going to create your list the same way as a direct mailing campaign. You're going to find motivated sellers the same way as you would for a direct mailing campaign. But rather than making a message and sending out a letter in the mail to the owner, you're going to want to get your hands on their actual phone number and give them a call. So how you find their phone number is going to vary from city to city, state to state, county to county. But you can most likely find the owner's phone number on either the auditor or appraisal site or using a service like ListSource or CoStar. If you're having trouble finding the owner's phone number, you can do a skip tracing, find the numbers of someone of a certain address. So there are a ton of different ways to actually find the phone number. But what's more important is what you actually say once you've given them a call. And you will want to use a similar script to the one you use when you're screening incoming calls for direct mail. But obviously you're not going to be referencing a letter. So rather than saying, you know, thank you for responding to my letter, you're going to just mention that you're interested in buying their property and give them a little bit of background about yourself so that they know that, again, the two main things you want to get across are, one, I'm interested in buying a property, and two, I'm experienced enough to actually close on the deal. And then based off of what they say, again, follow the same way you would screen incoming calls for direct mail. So if they're mad at you for calling them, then take them off your list. If they're nice, but don't want to sell at the time, figure out why they don't want to sell, and then send them a follow-up letter and tell them that, hey, thanks for the phone call, I'm going to follow back up in three months. And then again, call them every three months until either they sell you their deal or they give you some sort of referral to someone else who wants to sell a deal. And then if they are interested, you'll find out a little bit more about the property, again, following the same strategy as you would for the direct mailing campaign. Now, this is kind of like a strategy too, but instead of actually cold calling, something you can do instead is to actually text to the owner. So Joe interviewed someone on the podcast named James K, and he actually closed on two apartment deals by sending a cold text to the owner. And all his text said was, hi, I'm a prominent investor in X market. I sell your property at ABC Main Street and I'm interested in buying it. You can sell it directly to me without any broker's commission. Would you like to talk further? And then is a strategy for how to respond based on what they say. To learn more about the cold texting strategy and as well as, I guess, the cold calling strategy, I recommend checking out episode 1273, where James K. talks about his cold texting and cold calling strategies. So that's number two. Rather than direct mailing, follow the same approach as a direct mailing campaign, but don't send out a mailer. Call them or text them instead. The third way to find off-market deals is going to be through your team members. So I've already mentioned that the real estate broker is out there grinding for deals and typically they will list them on the market to maximize that sales price. But if you build a strong enough relationship with them, they might send you those deals first before they're listed on the market. But your real estate brokers are not going to be the only people that you can actually find opportunities through. Because remember, the ways to find off-market deals are to talk to owners directly or talk to people who know owners. And your real estate broker, your property management company, your mentor, your mortgage broker, maybe even your attorney or CPA 
are working with apartment investors. And they are going to know who's interested in selling. And if, again, you build a strong enough relationship with them, then they might be willing to kind of give you some inside information on who is selling. Again, not all of them are going to do this, and some of them might not do it for ethical reasons. But if you work with your property management company, and they manage properties for four different investors, at some point, one of those investors are going to sell. And if you are kind of consistently in front of your property management company and asking them questions about, hey, you know, do you know anyone who's selling any properties? Then hopefully you're the first person they come to with an opportunity. So that's number three, your actual team members who actually know owners of apartment communities and will know when they're ready to sell. Number four is going to be through your thought leadership platform. So the thought leadership platform keeps coming back up, which is why it's vital that you have one. And again, this is going to be your interview-based podcast or YouTube channel. And through that, you're going to be essentially building relationships with various real estate professionals who, again, may know owners who are interested in selling their property, so they might bring you some deals. Also, the people listening to your podcast, which is an even greater number, or watching your YouTube channel or reading your blog, they might also themselves or know someone who is interested in selling an apartment deal that meets your investment criteria. Same with your meetup group. Again, you're actually meeting with these people in person. So the attendees and the speakers are active real estate investors. They may be apartment investors who are looking to sell a deal at some point. Or they may know someone who's looking to sell a deal at some point. So the Thought Leisure platform, you're reaching out to owners directly as well as people who know owners directly. And for all these strategies, besides the, the cold calling and anything that you're kind of directly speaking with an owner, they're going to take time. So you're not going to talk to a real estate broker tomorrow and then have them send you off-market deals. You're not going to start a podcast tomorrow and have a listener call up and send you an off-market deal. It's possible, but it's highly unlikely, and if that's your expectation, you're just going to be disappointed. So these are going to be long-term strategies to build up that lead pipeline, which is why you want to do a combination of these things. You want to be talking to brokers to get out-of-market deals, sending out direct mailing campaigns, cold texting, building relationships with your team members, working on that thought leadership platform, and the other strategies that I'm going to go over here in a second. So kind of moving on, with that out of the way, number five is going to be to actually call for rent ads. This may be a little bit easier for smaller multifamilies, but I don't see why it wouldn't work for larger multifamily as well. So you want to go to a website like Craigslist or Zillow or Apartments.com or when you're driving through your market looking at for rent signs and see a for rent sign, call that person up and see if they're interested in selling. You'll either speak directly with the owner or a property management company. So if you think about it, if they're listing a unit for rent, that means that they have a vacant unit. And that right there is a potential pain point for them. Maybe that unit's been vacant for multiple months. Maybe it's been vacant for heck a year. Or maybe they keep finding tenants and then the applications fail. Or they move in and they skip out after a couple months. And for every 100 different listings on there, maybe one person is going through a hard situation renting that unit. And you found them at that perfect moment where they're interested enough to talk to you about selling their property. So for this one, it's kind of like a numbers game. The majority of the people that you call are not going to have any interest at all in selling, at which point you follow up and build a relationship with them. And if you do find that needle in the haystack who is interested in selling their property, this is essentially a free marketing strategy. It just takes some time to make the phone calls. Then you know, the ROI is going to be crazy high for finding that one deal by calling a for rent ad. 
Number six is going to be title companies. So, again, title companies are closing on deals constantly, so they know who is buying deals. So, since they're closing on these deals, and they know who's buying deals, and they may also know who's selling deals, and who's interested in getting ready to sell a deal. So, if you build a relationship with a local title company, you may have a head start on some of the deals before they hit the market. And on a related note, title companies can also be a pretty good referral source for finding investor capital because they are constantly working with groups that are closing on apartment communities. And if you find a great deal, then maybe that group will invest in your deal. Again, don't expect every title company to send you this in general and definitely don't expect them to send it to you right away. It's all about building that relationship and then over time you tell them your intentions to buy and raise money and hopefully they hear that and provide you with referrals. Number seven are going to be apartment association meetings or really any meetup group in your area that's not yours, other ones. So go online and find and join your local apartment association specifically. That'll cost maybe a few hundred dollars a year to join, but if you think about it, if you find one deal from that meeting, then the profits from that deal far outweigh any couple hundred dollars you spent on membership dues. But while there, network like you would anywhere else with active investors in your market. Tell them the type of deals you're looking for and where you're investing and about your team and all the money that you raise. And of course, people are actually going to actively bring deals there to sell to people. So those investment opportunities that people are bringing there, but also ones that aren't necessarily below the surface, maybe an owner who is kind of interested in selling, but doesn't really know he is until he's talked to you and kind of gotten excited about selling you their property. Or a year down the line, someone you met reaches back out and says, hey, I remember you were talking about buying properties in my market. I'm ready to sell mine. Are you interested? So putting yourself out there and letting people at these meetings know what your intentions are and eventually someone will reach out with a deal. And if not, you'll obviously find some sort of value by attending these meetings, some other referrals, some piece of education or investment strategy you didn't think about. All right, number eight are going to be vendors. This is kind of a creative, interesting strategy, but again, the way you find off-market deals are either through talking to owners directly or people who know owners. And who knows owners better than the vendors that are working at that property? These are the electricians, the carpet installers, the roofers, the plumbers, the HVAC professionals, the pool repair people, the pool cleaning people, the lawn care people, the general contractors, really anyone who's involved with servicing an apartment. Since they're servicing the apartment, they are going to know, A, if the owner is interested in selling, obviously. They're going to hear complaints from tenants about maybe the owner or the property's condition. Or they're going to know overall if the property is being neglected, which are all signs of a potential motivated seller. Now, you don't want to just (laughs) start calling up your local electrician and local carpet installers and tell them that you're an investor and that if they see any properties that are neglected, they give you a call. Because they're really not incentivized to do that. So what would be better is to either hire them or to do this strategy with people who are already working at your buildings. So it's a little bit harder to use if you don't own a building yet, but essentially maybe you need some electrical work done, so you hire an electrician. You start asking them, hey, do you work on other properties in the area? He's like, oh, yeah, I was just over at ABC Apartments the other day, and I got a contact with BEF Apartments. And then at a point, you can ask them, do you see any properties that seem to be neglected or kind of walk them through what types of properties indicate a motivated seller and ask them to just send you a text with the address. And, heck, you can even offer them some sort of finder's fee or bird dogging fee for finding that deal for you if you end up closing on it. But, again, don't just hit up 
all of the local lawn care professionals and ask them to send you <laughs> addresses. You don't want to add value to their lives first, which the best way to do that is just to use their services for even if it's your residential home. Number nine, and we've talked about this you know, multiple times on this uh, syndication school before, and that's bigger pockets. Of course, you can just post to the bigger pockets marketplace if you have a permit membership with your intention to buy a property. But more indirectly, you know, post, you know, as, I, as I said, post valuable content to the forums and the member blogs. And, you know, in your signature, have a link to your website or, you know, a landing page of some sort. If your main goal of using bigger pockets is to find deals. And then, you know, in your biography, state the types of deals you're looking for. And if, say, you know, if you're, if, you know, if this is something that, if you have any deals that meet these investment criteria, please, you know, go to this website or please feel free to reach out. But if you just do that, you know, no one's ever really going to go to your profile. So the whole idea is to post valuable content to the forums and member blogs. People are, you know, grateful for you adding value to their business. They click on your profile or send you a direct message and you build a relationship from there. And once you let them know, like, what type of deals you're looking for, you know, again, maybe one out of 10 or one out of 50 people say, hey, you know, I got this relationship with this owner who I know is interested in selling a property. Or, hey, I know this broker who send, you know, sends me off-market deals all the time. If I don't buy one, I'll send it to you. Again, you know, putting yourself out there, letting people know your intentions to buy, displaying your expertise and your ability to actually close, and seeing what happens. And then strategy number 10, which is kind of similar to strategy number 8, and that is to network with local connectors. So these are people that aren't necessarily um, real estate professionals, but they still are people who come in contact with a lot of, of you know, with a variety of, a variety of people every single day. So these are going to be your fitness trainers, your residential real estate agents, your insurance salespeople, or restaurant owners hairstylists, barbers, teachers, mailman, you know, really anyone in your local community who has a job that has them come in contact with lots of people on a daily basis. Talk to them, strike up a conversation, let them know about your intention to purchase apartment communities, and essentially have them be your bird dogs. So tell them, hey, if you find, you know, again, if you come across a property that lay out exactly what what indicates a motivated seller... If you find this type of property, send me a tax with the address, and if I end up closing on that deal, I will give you, you know, 500 bucks or 1000 bucks. So those are the nine other ways to find off-market deals, and just to reiterate again, the, kind of the concept for the majority of these, you know, besides, obviously, the um, calling the for rent ads, or the cold calling, cold texting, and direct mailing, because those ones are more kind of in your face, you're talking directly to the owners, the other seven strategies are more of you talking to people who know owners. So they're going to be a little slower. You're going to have a little bit of lower conversion rate. But, you know, ultimately, if you, you know, ultimately, if you focus on, on all ten of these, um, which is possible because, you know, most of these are actually going to be free. And most of them you're already doing anyways for other reasons. You know, over time, you'll start to build relationships with a ton of different people who know apartment owners. And... You know, you might only get a handful of deals through these from sources, or you might get every single deal in the future from, from these sources. You don't really know until you, you try it out. So that right there. So you don't really know until you actually try these strategies out. So just to go over these 10 again, number one is direct mail. Number two is cold calling or cold texting. 
Number three is to, you know, is number three is to your team members. Number four is through your thought leadership platform. Number five is through your for rent ad, is by calling for rent ads. Number six is building a relationship with title companies. Number seven is attending apartment association meetings. Number eight is finding deals through vendors. Number nine is finding deals through bigger pockets. And number 10 is to network with local connectors. Now, that concludes part four. To listen to part one and part through part three, as well as the under, other syndication school series about the how-tos of apartment syndications, visit syndicationschool.com. We'll be back next week to continue this series, and we are going to go over some some some, some creative strategies, um, you know, more in depth, similar to how in depth we went on the direct mailing campaign strategy. Um, for how to to find deals in a hot market, for for example. So again, these ten that I went over today are more not necessarily high level, but um, I want to go over some some case studies of how investors have actually found off market deals. So just so you know that these strategies aren't just theoretical; these are proven strategies that that have, been, have worked in the past to find off market deals and will continue to work in the future as long as you stay consistent. Um, with the uh, strategies. So thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next week on Syndication School as well as tomorrow on Follow Follow Along Friday. Best ever listeners, best ever conference. That's where you want to be, February 22nd and 23rd in Denver, Colorado. Put in the code TAKE5TAKE and the number 5 to get an extra 5% off. Ticket prices go up weekly, so buy it today, besteverconference.com. You can read all about the conference at the website, all about the speakers. You can read about them and what you will experience when you're there, besteverconference.com. When it's Friday at 4.30 p.m., it's time for Entrepreneur Drinks Podcast, which is co-produced by Joint Ops Properties and Discount Property Investors. Join their end-of-the-work-week session as they tackle problems facing entrepreneurs, Listen and subscribe at entrepreneurdrinks.com. That's entrepreneurdrinks.com.